Good evening, folks. You are listening to Heart of Indie Radio, and tonight in our studio we have a very special guest, artist, producer, and songwriter Greg Cortez, joining us from L.A. Thank you, Greg, for being here tonight. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great, Emmy. It's great to be on the show. Thank you so much for having me. We are really pleased to speak with you and share your story with our listeners. You know, Greg has had a, a big career. He's worked with many, many artists, uh, both as a producer and art and songwriter, and also uh, becoming an artist in his own right. And I think through the years, there's obviously been a lot of things that uh, that you have learned. And I'd love for our our listeners tonight on the show to really get a sense of where you've come from and what you're working on now. You've obviously worked with a lot of folks over the years, as I mentioned. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about your journey as an artist, producer, and songwriter, and any incredible moments that you think, oh, I think I want to share that tonight? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I started, so I went to music school uh, early on, started in 2005, and so I had a plan where I was going to start in the recording program and then transition into like the full music program. Um, so three months into school, I got an internship at Mad Dog Studio in Burbank, uh, and I spent my first five years working in the studio. And so my schedule most days was going to school nine to five, coming to the studio and, um, you know, working from six to 12. And then sometimes I would end up doing a session after that. I would sleep on the studio couch and then, um, wake up at eight, head right back to school for nine. And I did that for about three or four years. Um, and in that time in Mad Dog, I got to got to work with some really great artists. Uh, my very first session was with the Mars Volta. Um, I got to work on the SpongeBob SquarePants movie there. A couple other movie tracks and I mean, tons of artists there. Um, and then from there, I ended up moving to New Monkey Studio in 2009 and so what happened is mad dog closed down and i had it was fine i had just finished school i was like yes finally i get to go full time <laughs> and and of course mad dog closed down and then i was like damn and you know studio business isn't like any other business where it closes down and then you just apply for somewhere else and you're suddenly back where you were you have to start at the bottom again so um, and I had just become like an alternate head engineer. Anyways, um, got to New Monkey, worked my way up. And uh, within a short time, I was I was like the main guy and started doing engineering sessions. And, um, and so some of the early moments at New Monkey, got to work with uh, Hope Sandoval from Mazzy Star, Kim Deal. Um, and the more recent years, worked with the Kooks, Billy Ray Cyrus, Dion Warwick, and the Glorious Sons, um, to mention a few. Uh, and yeah, and now, you know, when I initially when I started school, it was kind of geared around the idea that I was going to try and be like a multifaceted uh, artist. Like I can, I can perform, I can write, I can play everything, I can record it, mix it, master it, do everything for the most part. Uh, just because I, I was kind of looking at the industry at the time and thinking like that's that's what you had to do. That's what the future was. Um, and so now that's kind of what I do. I, I've transitioned more from an engineer to now being more of a songwriter, producer. Um, I have a publishing company that I work with and um, 
you know, and, and that's more of my day gig. I don't, I don't engineer as much anymore, but I still obviously do it all the time. Would you say that you listen to music differently now, just having the background of being someone that has been in the studio and, and mixing and, and being the engineer? Do you find that when you do produce music, you're, you're kind of more in every every pun intended you're more in tune with what the the song needs sorry <laughs> funny, funny sure um, yeah sure yeah you know it's funny um that particular part of the journey has been very interesting for me because i remember i remember life before music school like listening to music didn't feel like like a like a like blocks like because now, I mean, once you go to school, or I mean, once you learn about it, you realize that everything's in bars and there's cycles. But before you before you see that like graph, you just think of it as a linear piece. You don't think of the repetitions and and all that stuff. And so, as soon as I went to school and got deeper into all that, that definitely changed the way I listen. And then, as I've you know been a producer and a mixer, that definitely changed everything. But the actual battle has just been trying to be a listener and not have anything in my head and try and listen as I would listen before I knew anything. Mm. Uh, and, and now it's really about how does this make me feel? And that does 99% of the work for me. So <clears throat> quite honestly, especially when I, when I'm mixing or producing, I'm always chasing like that, that fresh moment. Cause I think you can really, you really like, only got a few listens before all of a sudden you start convincing yourself like oh yeah this is good this is good and then but it's funny because <laughs> if you if you put it away for six hours or even a day and then you come back and you're like oh that's terrible yeah fix that fix that <laughs> but it's, it's really obvious and it saves you a lot of time because it's just the instant reaction i love that though that you've said that the biggest challenge is to listen to something without having any you know preconceived notions actually just absorb the music and have a reaction to it in in its most um uh you know innocent form and i i, I really like that and i think our listeners can can identify with that in some respects but also i think it's so fascinating to hear a producer and someone that's been in the industry for as long as you have say that you know and i think that's really that's that's a, a that's really a cool uh sort of description i'd love to know some advice that you that you would give either a friend of yours or some artists that perhaps are looking at recording music maybe for the first time or they've uh -huh. recently uh, changed their sound. How do they go about finding the right person to collaborate with? So that's whether it's a songwriter or a producer that can kind of effectively communicate the sound that they want. So kind of like how do you take a song that you really believe in and then find someone that can not just believe in it, but capture it the way that you're wanting that sound. Is it, is it something that you think is a trial and error? Is there any sort of maybe, I don't know, is it top three things that you would suggest artists kind of can make sure that yeah. they communicate to the producer? Because I feel like it's a, it's a tricky sort of a thing, really. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I would say just for anyone starting out, I, I'm going to break it down, the question. Um, I starting out just learn as much as you can and just start doing stuff like start start recording yourself start um you know recording your vocals playing things 
engineering it. Here's the thing. It's going to be messy. It might not sound right, like exactly how you hear it, but it's going to get better over time. And uh, there's, there's a lot of people to fill the roles that you need. So, for example, if you're just starting, you might need an arranger, an editor, a mixer, a mastering engineer. Um, but as you get better, all right, now you get rid of the arranger. All right, now you get rid of the editor because you do that. All right, boom, your mixing skills have gotten enough. And suddenly, you're now you're saving money and you're also doing your art. Um, so that's, that's for anyone who's DIY enough to do it. Here's the thing. I also know plenty of musicians that want nothing to do with that because it ruins their creative flow. Um, <laughs> I just happen to be more hands-on. I, I like that stuff. Um, now, as far as an artist that maybe doesn't want to be hands-on and wants to find a collaborator, uh, you know, that one's a really, it's a really touchy one, touchy one now because I think, I think it's very much like a, it's like almost like a dating scenario. It's, you know, you, you go and you, you work with somebody and you're, you're not entirely sure. And, you know, it takes some time to figure it out. Um, so the best thing you can do is is get references from people, like friends. Um, look up look up the people that you work with or that you admire and see who they work with. I think that's another good one. Now, here's the problem with that. Oftentimes, those producers that anyone you like, they work with, um, a lot of them might not want to work with a, like a quote-unquote beginner um but you never know some some do like for example there's there's like if you're so new monkey used to be elliot smith's former studio <laughs> and larry crane used to work with elliot smith and so anyways you can have him mix your stuff and you know you know you, you can you can find it you just gotta look so yeah i mean it's funny because as as a songwriter producer I'm, I'm coming across that too like there's people that are super talented and I might not vibe with them. Um, and there's nothing wrong. Like, we're, we're friends and everything, but maybe we just don't have the same vibe. Or it's, you know, or you find someone that, you know, isn't, like, obviously crazy as talented, but they got the great vibe and you have a good connection and you can just keep rolling. It's, it's so many different combinations. Mm. Um, so it's a matter of just kind of putting yourself out there, <clears throat> finding the right thing, and just kind of doing it, I think. Would you say that planning has something to do with it as well? Like kind of making a plan, like not in terms of just who you're going to work with, because as you said, it's sort of, it can be an organic experience, but things like, you know, budgeting and just sort of having a plan in terms of, you know, having a song that's ready to record. Because I know a lot of our listeners are actually um, maybe parents of artists. Yeah. And so they're obviously helping support uh, their, their, child's dream you know and they're 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 always seeking advice you know we've got a, a lot of people that reach out to us um, quite quite often at heart of indie radio cool. and, and are seeking advice so i mean is there something that you would say to them in terms of they've got this they've got the material uh they've got um they've set aside a certain budget to be in the studio is there any advice that you would say to the parents out there of of young artists yeah i think um well here's the thing is i think if you're the parent of a young artist and you're just getting started, definitely use as many references as you can. Um, and, you know, there's one thing that I, I would even offer as something for listeners, like 
you know, we can drop my email or something. If anybody ever wants to be like, hey, uh, I have this producer that might want to be interested in this or whatever. Is this a reputable person? You know, I can help. Or just find other producers that, that are reputable and you can get them as a reference, as a cross-reference. That's, that's actually a huge problem that I, I see, um, which is why I want to help because... I've, I've run across so many times where someone will work with the producer and, you know, quite frankly, they'll get ripped off. Mm. And, and, uh, it's sad to see, cause that's, that's somebody's like their, it's their dream, you know, and nobody, not everybody has an amazing financial situation. Maybe that was a one time saved up for a year or two years and boom, there that goes. Um, so, so yeah, that definitely, you can lean on me for a resource or um, or whatever. That's really nice of you, Greg. I really appreciate that. I know our, our listeners, of, especially those that, that are managing their, their kids' careers, would, would appreciate that. And it's nice to know that, you know, that that honesty and that authenticity that I think really at the core of, of you know, music, you, you kind of, you want to have those good experiences. And like you said, it's, it's not always like that. Um, so it's good to yeah. kind of go in with your eyes wide open and be wise. Um, we certainly are living in unique times, um, uh, folks out there. And um, we want to encourage you tonight that uh, you're not alone. And we hope that the creative uh, spark in you that uh, brings you to listening to our radio station uh, brings a, a smile to your face tonight. Now, yes. Greg, there's there's a lot going on in the world, and we, we all realize that. But do you have thoughts on... In terms of the music industry right now, in the broadest sense, do you find that there's more freedom now for artists creating music, or do you find that there's just so much music out there that, you know, how do people begin to pick the song they want to listen to? I mean, what what are your thoughts yeah. on that? You know, so I since I started in 2005, it's been 15 years now. I I started essentially when the music industry crashed. That was my first crash. Like day one, it was a crash. And studios started closing down. And this was, a, it was a different era and a different time. Like there was budgets from labels um, and they were crazy budgets. Like an artist would come in for two, three months and that was standard. Where fast forward to 2010, a band might book a weekend. They might get like three, four days. Fast forward to right now, we're lucky if they want to do drums for a day, maybe even half a day. Um, and, but now it's different because now artists come in, they do different things. Um, you still have the label, the major label artists that come in, but I think for, for just new emerging artists now is like the best time ever to start creating because I think the way to think about it is not so much like I'm a music creator, it's great. You're a content creator. Um, there's nothing stopping you. The technology is there. It's affordable. Um, if you don't know how to do everything, it's fine. It's just like it's just like if you needed a video editor, you can hire a music editor to help do your stuff. You need a mixer. You need mastering engineer. Um, <clears throat> and the thing is that because of the way the the digital distribution works now, if you have a great song. And say you go viral on something like TikTok, I mean, suddenly you can you can 
you can be streaming and making pretty decent money and all of a sudden getting this crazy exposure and you, you haven't left your bedroom. You've never toured or anything, um, which, which is amazing. Like that just wasn't possible 10, 15 years ago. Um, I mean, look at, look at like the Billie Eilish stuff. She, you know, they did, they did the bulk of that record in, in the bedroom. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. And, but that's, that's the power of the technology. And that, and that just goes to show um, that it's not so much, it's about the ideas. It's about the songs. Mm. It's not, it's not about like the gear, you know, and, and you're hearing that from a person who was like engineer first. Like I, I, I have a very um, keen appreciation for sound, but at the same time, I know it's not, it's not the end all be all. Um, it's really about the song and about um, the sound of the artist and the ideas of the artist. Mm. Greg, our, our our listeners maybe are, aren't aware of this, but you know your your songwriting is is superb. <laughs> Just saying, from from artist to artist, uh, I've recently had a chance to work with you, um, and uh, you're just I really find that your imagination and the way that you capture phrases is is just so is so cool. And it's um you know it's I'm I'm excited about the the things that you're doing now in terms of your journey as as you know a producer and a songwriter, but now as, as, you know, becoming an artist and saying and speaking about things that, that mean a lot to you. And I'd love for our listeners to find you on social media and listen to the music that you've produced. And then I'll obviously have now just released as an artist um, under a solo project under the moniker killer Cortez. Um, obviously we need to explain what that means because um, people are going to be confused and it's, um, yeah, if you could just reference what that what that means, and then obviously where we can find you on social media and uh, and find your music, that would be helpful. <laughs> sure. So back in my Mad Dog Studio days, my first studio, uh, when I was an intern, one of the one of the, the head engineer at the time was training me. Big Neil Young fan, <clears throat> and Neil Young has a song called "Killer Cortez" or "Cortez the Killer." Cortez the Killer, and it's I don't know exactly the reference, but I just know that that's what it was. And so my last name was Cortez. And so he just started calling me killer in the studio. It wasn't, you know, no malintent or anything. So fast forward uh, at New Monkey, uh, which is the studio I'm at now. Um, my partners are huge Neil Young fans. And then just the name kind of just stuck. And they say killer, killer G. And so when it came time for me to do my project, I was like, well, why not? That'll be my, my stage name. Um, it's hilarious. It's hilarious seeing the reaction though, because I just, I guess I just <laughs> didn't think it out that people would be like, "Whoa, what's up with the name?" <laughs> <laughs> and also, your sound is so not. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. very gentle. Um, yeah. yeah, so you should. I yeah, just, you should have seen. You should have seen the reviews I got for the first song I put out. I definitely got like four or five where they're like, "This does not sound like a Killer Cortez." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted our our listeners to understand so that you know when when they when they do see it on social media and we're tweeting saying you know check check out our new uh, featured interview. Um, I just wanted to explain why why that name came about. Um, and and speaking of which, uh, as I as I mentioned, I'd love for our listeners to follow you on Instagram and Facebook yeah. and um, Twitter. Yeah, find me everywhere at Killer Cortez. So can you spell that for us? Yeah, K-I-L-L-A-H, uh, Cortez, C-O-R-T-E-Z. 
Awesome. And that's uh, across all platforms. And you've got new music coming out, uh, both as a, as a producer songwriter, but also as an artist. Um, yeah. And is that, and that's music. It can be found everywhere on all so, platforms. Yeah. If you, if you go to my Spotify, not only can you find my music, but you can also, I have a playlist there of everything that I worked on, everything that I know of that I worked on. Um, and you can find that and just check out, check out the stuff. And we're going to have something coming out soon, which I'm excited for. And Yes, yes, we, we do. We have a brand new song coming out. So it's, um, and that's exciting. I really have enjoyed chatting with you tonight, Greg, and I really appreciate your time. And I really appreciate your heart for helping other people. And um, definitely, as, as, as Greg has said, you know, DM, DM him on Twitter. Let them know that you've uh, you've listened to tonight, um, or you can DM us at Heart of Indie on Twitter and let us know what you thought. But certainly, uh, if if you are someone that is wanting to record and you have some questions, and you're you know, or some concerns, uh, Greg has has very graciously said, "Hey, you know, um, he he feels he feels um, you know that that that's something he can help with." So that's really awesome. Thank yeah, you so much, free. Greg. That's feel really free cool. to reach out. It might take me a second to get back, but I will get back. That's that's super cool. And thank you so much for encouraging our up, up and coming artists as well as their parents tonight tonight with your journey. And uh, I'm really excited about your future as an artist, producer, songwriter. And I know we're going to hear great things all about you on Heart of Indie Radio. So, folks, this is Greg Cortez. Thank you so much for your time. And let's get back to the music right here on Heart of Indie Radio. <laughs> 